are the Mystery History Podcast. I'm Allison. I'm Rachel. Welcome to episode 84 on the cult Nexium. Mm-hmm. And I just want to get it out of the way now. It's spelled very weird. Nexium is actually a prescription drug. This is actually Nexium the cult. And it's spelled N-X-I-V-M. Just so spelled we get different. that. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's the same but different. Very different. Not even close (laughs) to being the same. (laughs) So before we get into this uh, story, which is redonkulous, we've got a few things uh, business-wise. So you want to start us out with that? As always, like, share, subscribe, please. We appreciate you and love you all. And we would love you even more if you like, shared, and subscribed us. (laughs) Yes, man. We need to get to the masses. That's right. Oh, we also have a new five-star review from Definitely Not Chad. And it says, so great. Love these ladies. I've more than exhausted true crime guys and morbid. So I was looking for a new one I could binge. I tried half a dozen others, but I stopped once I found these two who are just great to listen to. It feels like you're just hanging out with two friends who have the same weird conversations you enjoy. Yeah, I love that. I know me too. So thank you so much to definitely not Chad. We appreciate you. That was very sweet. We do. Those things bring us joy. They do. Um, Another cool thing. um, Stephanie, actually, we want to shout her out. She bought one of our t-shirts. Can't wait to see it in it. Um, I asked her to take a picture whenever she gets it. So everybody can see. She actually has her own store that if you wanted to search on Instagram, it's Kilgannon, K-I-L-G-A-N-N-O, Creations with a K, K-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S. On Instagram, she makes um, she makes t-shirts, she makes coffee cups, tumblers. I saw a really cool serial killer tumbler on there. Um, and then she's got some Mary Krampus stuff out since it's Christmas time. It's pretty sweet. So, um, so I'm sure she would love if, if you guys went and, um, saw her Instagram, she's got a lot of stuff on Etsy. You can, you can find her through Instagram though. So yeah, I think you spelled her name wrong though. Just FYI. What do you mean? I feel like the first one on the first one, you missed the last N. Kilgannon. Yeah. But like when you spelled it, I think you ended with O. (laughs) Oh, well there's an N. So let me try this again. (laughs) k-i-l-g-a-n-n-o-n i really hope i'm not wrong i don't know if you are or not but i don't want people going to kill i don't either i don't either i I, that's what i heard but like if i'm wrong i'm gonna feel real stupid Uh, rachel's had some drinks today it was a rough football day over here I had my family over to watch the Bengals Steelers game. My sister-in-law's a Bengals fan. We had our jerseys on looking all cute. My team lost. It was painful and I drank appropriately, but that was hours ago and I've been drinking water, but I don't feel good. (laughs) And she does full disclosure. She has two beers ready to go. I have two, two McUltras on standby. (laughs) You're probably going to hear me open one here shortly. Uh, okay. Oh no. oh no. All right. Oh, the no. last thing business wise is uh, our Patreon. 
We have a $2 tier and a $5 tier. Right now we're running a special. If you join now until the end of the year, you get a sticker for free and a love note from us, which is worth a million dollars. So at least, at least, I mean, what, what more could you want really? So, so that's available. Um, if you go to our Facebook or Instagram, we have our link tree listed so you can choose our store. You can choose our Patreon, whatever. Um, we had to do away. Yeah. We had to do away with, um, if you go to mysteryhistorypodcast.com, it'll take you to our store. The store is going to look a little different. If you've been on there before, um, we switched to vendors on who does our t-shirts. It was just taken too long with the other company. Um, so, so check out the, the stuff that we've got on there and let us know if you have any issues or, or if you want to see something that's not on there. So, yep. Okay. On to it. We're ready. Are you ready? I'm, I think so. I don't know. I don't know anything about this cult. <laughs> Did you watch the documentary? Cause there's a documentary, right? There's several documentaries and I eat them up as soon as they come out. So it's like good. Oh, it's, this them. shit is nuts, man. It is nuts. Is it? Yeah. How do I not know anything about this? Yeah. And it seems like fairly, a very popular topic right now. It's fairly relevant. I mean, it, I think the it's like last, happening like right now, right? The yeah, I think the conviction took place in 2020, I want to say, when he was sentenced. So yeah, I mean mm-hmm. it's very, very relevant. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, why don't you get us started since you know nothing about this? All right. The know nothing will begin first. <laughs> Nexium has been described as a pyramid scheme, a sex trafficking operation, a cult, and a sex cult. Let's okay. dive into where it all started. I was going to say, and well, that's all you need to know. Okay, bye. I mean, like, have a good night. How do you, a pyramid <laughs> scheme uh, that is a sex cult? Just wait. I need, I need details. What do you mean that's all I need to know? I need to know more. <laughs> it's <laughs> How nuts. does this happen? <laughs> okay, go, go on. Let's learn more. All right. In 1998... Keith Ranier and Nancy Salzman founded Nexium as a personal development company. They offered executive success programs known as ESP and had a range of techniques for self-improvement. Rainier claimed that its main emphasis is to have people experience more joy in their lives. Yes. Okay. Sounds like all good things thus far. Yeah. I mean, it does and it will for a while. So <laughs> that's student- how cults work. Yeah. <laughs> Students of Nexium called Ranieri and Salzman Vanguard and Prefect, which Rainier, I'm going to mess this up. It's Ranieri, took from a title of a 1981 video game, Vanguard, in which the descri- destruction of one's enemies increased one's own power. Ranieri was the leader of Nexium, and Salzman was his first student. Nexium classes were ranked through collared sashes, similar to collared belts in martial arts. It drew from many different influences, including Tony Robbins, judo, L. Ron Hubbard, and science fiction. Yeah. It had a 12-point mission statement, which participants recited during classes, pledging to purge themselves of all parasite and envy-based habits to enroll others and to ethically control as much of the money, wealth, and resources of the world as possible within Rainier's success plan. After classes, well, how do you say it? Rainier. 
Ranieri yeah. and Nancy Salzman would be shown gratitude from their participants. Okay. Yeah. So I've got this um, flow chart, which we'll post, um, but it's very like, he's got, it's, it's like a, I don't know. Is that a flow chart? Is that what you would say? Like that looks like a flow chart. If yes, I don't go see where here. This... If no, go here pretty much. So, I mean, yeah, I don't see where the beginning is necessarily, but so well, it's multi-level marketing. So then you get into Nexium, but then everything points there. So he's got us navy on here he's got um, this is their influences this is who influenced them and it's saying like the u.s navy influences hubbard influences Earhart, tony robbins and ranieri like it's showing how the influences all came through these people into them okay so everything in the world creates nexium it's pretty much <laughs> what this flow chart's Facts. saying. I mean, you yeah. got Freemasonry, you got Freud. Um, yeah, everybody. So and Hubbard, L. Ron Hubbard. Does that say acting? Is yeah. that acting? Yeah, and sci-fi. Yeah. Scouting, saucer culture, space opera. I don't even know what these things are. What is judo? That's like karate. How like does judo acting? How does acting flow into that? I don't That's know. Bizarre. This whole thing. Who made this? <laughs> Keith Raniere, probably. Like <laughs> he he's got <laughs> hypnosis on here. Everything. It's nuts. So okay. But L. Ron Hubbard, he is the one who um, founded Scientology. Yeah. And you know what a shit show that is. Alistair Crowley's on here. I know. <laughs> This is interesting. It really is. Bizarre. So Nexium conducted intensive classes for 12 hours daily for 16 days. That's nuts. That sounds terrible. It, who would want to do that? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> One price that was given was $7,500. And we're not talking for the 16 days. We're talking per class. What? So per class for 16 days, 7,500 bucks a pop. So what is Who that? Who can afford that? I don't know. Girl, Let me see. Our math. It's at least $75,000. You're correct. <laughs> <laughs> 120. Six, six more days. <laughs> $120,000 would be how much this is for. So Classes were divided into modules. In one module, relationship sourcing, students were instructed to explore the benefits they would receive in the event of their partner's sudden death. That's weird. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like a red flag. Yeah, that <laughs> you means you're you in a cult. Be a, yeah, you don't want to be a part of that. Uh, oh, no. Another module, Dracula and his ghouls reportedly discussed psychopaths and their followers. I mean, I could get down with that one. I can watch that one too, but like, what is that? What is the point of that? That is you're, it it's foreshadowing. <laughs> I think it's foreshadowing. <laughs> I don't know. Um, other module titles included best people, perfect world and the heroic struggle. Hmm. Did somebody just do like shrooms and make this stuff up? I don't know. The only thing I can get down with is Dracula and his ghouls. That is a tight name. 
but not to like learn anything of your like life behavior just like of interest not well and would you pay seventy five hundred dollars for that no thank you no there is there are very few things in this world I would pay seventy five hundred dollars for a car and a house (laughs) that's what my two too yeah yeah I can't can't think of anything I mean how much do water heaters cost less than that like three hundred way less than that never mind (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of things Maybe, I spend that much on. Ooh, Not a lot. And air conditioning and heating. Those I two I just spent $8,500 on. So like together? Yes. No, like, uh-huh. yeah, for a combo deal. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Haven't had to do that yet in this house. So we'll just wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's times a bitch. coming probably. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So during exploration of meaning, otherwise known as EM sessions, senior members questioned Mm -hmm. participants as they dove into their childhood memories. Hmm. Nexium taught that some people called suppressives tried to impede progress with Nexium. People who turned against Ranieri were said to have undergone the fall and were labeled with the words of a former member as Luciferians. Who I like it. I do too. <laughs> Which were lost people for whom bad feels good and good feels bad. No. I I mean, I I like that. <laughs> the first rule of maybe I'm in a call is if they try to label people that don't believe as outsiders or luciferians like step away you need to Isn't step it away like with scientology aren't those people called suppressives and yeah. scientology too yep mm-hmm. so, so so anything that's making you try to remove you from your family your friends it's not good none mm-hmm. of it's good nope Nexium members organized Vanguard Week, and Vanguard Week is the annual celebration of Ranieri's birthday. So he is a piece of trash who needs to be number one and like celebrated and fussed over and all of that. So, yeah, an annual celebration for a week for a birthday. Um, Nexium has been associated with several related organizations. So there's a couple within Nexium. So this one is um, Gen S, and it was a society aimed at women, while there was a um, society aimed for men called the Society of Protectors, which, I mean, what? We are Why strong. Why get a cool name? <laughs> we are strong, <laughs> independent Gen-S. women, and we don't need no, no name. we don't need no protectors. Thank you. <laughs> and that the- elsewhere. <laughs> And the third group um, was known as DOS, and we'll discuss that later. Um, but basically, it was master over slave for women only to join. So we'll talk about that. But Janess okay. involved gender relationships. So in the beginning of the course titled Raw, men and women were encouraged to talk about gender's genuine experience of life and sex and how the other sex often made them feel repressed, degenerated, and ashamed. By voicing those feelings, which can be taboo to speak out loud, men supposedly developed compassion for women and vice versa. Jeunesse cost $5,000 for each eight-day workshop, of which there were 11. So it was the same thing. 5K per class for eight days. And there was 11 of them. Yeah. So like $35,000. 
That's ridiculous. Yeah. No, it's five thousand for eleven. Oh, so I just did eight thousand dollars. Oh yeah. There are eight day workshops for five thousand dollars for each eight day workshop, which there are eleven of them. Oh, that's ridiculous. And I was wrong anyway. It's forty. The math I was doing, but whatever. <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> i wasn't questioning it so you were chill uh ranieri told followers they must accept that women and men are wired differently men are repressed and do not enjoy the same rich experience of existence as women but they have an understanding of right and wrong women can be disloyal have tantrums and get away with whatever they prefer I'm offended. Uh, it's time for my beer. <laughs> he also introduced a theory about ancient men that he called the primitive hypothesis that emphasized that men are naturally promiscuous and women are naturally monogamous. Hmm. Crack another one. <laughs> what a pile of actual garbage. <laughs> yeah. How convenient is that, by the way? yeah you're just naturally able to sleep with whoever you want right it's weird it just happens and it's you should just primitive. be you yeah yeah you can't help it it's fine women have tantrums and get whatever they prefer I don't know about you but none of my tantrums ever work out well now I agree like when did this stop because it did work at one point and then yeah. now I mean we don't get away with nothing I know. I don't know what this is talking about. This guy's insane. In the Nexium community, most thought that Ranieri was celibate, but the inner circle knew that he maintained multiple relationships from his home. Consenting adults can engage in whatever sexual relationship they prefer, including women having segmented and siloed relationships with one man. Apparently, he called the women who he had relationships with his spiritual wives. And now I don't think we talk about her in the notes, but he did have a long time woman that he actually had a child with. And she eventually left the group, I believe in 2014, because she couldn't deal with it anymore. And he didn't necessarily try to keep it from her that she was going out doing all these other spiritual wives. Um, But it wasn't hard to see what he was doing so yeah so it wasn't like common knowledge to her he didn't like talk to her about it right he also didn't like make a huge fuss to like hide it basically he was top dog nobody's gonna question him and whatever he Mm -hmm. wanted and obviously he was fooling a lot of people if they thought he was celibate oh yeah but if if you you get somebody pregnant if you're celibate (laughs) right well science just just a question did you say science (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) i guess (laughs) but they like if you watch some of these documentaries and that shows footage of him interacting with the mostly women it's sickening like it's so he's so like touchy feel like don't touch me yeah and like kissing them openly like open mouths he Open kissed everybody yeah that that's how herpes sanitary. happens <laughs> right <laughs> that is not okay you skipped a sentence in these notes too 
It says some members of the inner circle were taught that in past lives they were high-ranking Nazis. Oh yeah, that was one I should couldn't <laughs> have. I don't know how I skipped that. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's like part of the teachings. Like, welcome to the inner circle. Uh, in a past life, you used to be a Nazi. I mean, I guess that would make. And it- they were like cool. Yeah, I've been like, nah, I don't think so. I was like a cow or something, just grazing. Right. Like that doesn't line up as yeah. something I would be excited about. No. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So according to a complaint filed by a former member, a medical doctor performed an experiment on her that, oh, this being like his main wife person. Am I right? I feel like we're missing a little bit here. Uh, so a, a, a former member filed a complaint and there was a medical doctor <laughs> that performed an experiment on her. We're I'll not missing this anything. One. I'm just not okay. Yeah, I carry on. <laughs> uh, on her that involved recording her EEG responses while viewing footage of people being murdered. Brandon P. Porter the doctor faced 24 professional conduct charges from the New York state board of the Ohio of the Ohio of professional medicine conduct, including Medical conduct. Yeah. Including Holy crap. What's wrong with us? A, these are big words going on here. So sorry. Right Please stick with us. I promise we're going to get it down, <laughs> including a moral unfitness to practice medicine. Yes. So a, a doctor, their mantras do no harm. Yeah. And obviously, so I mean, he likes, do they like strap, did they like strap her to a chair and monitor her heart rate while she watched people being murdered? I, I believe she was consenting. I don't think it was like forced. Okay. But yes. And then they monitored what was going on in there. If you want to see people being murdered, Go to the Museum of Death. Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> it's there's one in New Orleans. There's one in LA. Have a time. I shouldn't say don't go there. You should go there. It was partially cool, slightly more than I could handle. <laughs> yeah, because they just have a, a projector in the back that goes on for God knows how long. Just mm-hmm. showing you people being killed like, i dipped out of there real quick yeah i was looking I was around like, look and at i was these like newspapers huh. can i <laughs> yeah i was the only one in there i didn't even know it you got left killed. all right so in august 2018 porter's license was revoked for his role in the experiments and for his failure to report the possible outbreak of a norovirus at nexium's 2016 v week retreat which is bro's birthday party yeah yep mm-hmm 300 to 400 individuals that attended were struck with an unidentified disease. Norovirus, that means diarrhea, right? Yeah. So, like, everybody got diarrhea? Probably because that nasty ass was mouth kissing everybody. I agree. <laughs> that is what happens. That is exactly right. Don't mouth kiss people, like, that you don't know. <laughs> like, everybody. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Cause that's like a, a, a severe outbreak, three to 400, three to 400 people. Yeah. That's, that's a lot. Either they all like ate something or drank bad water or, or it was from the mouth kissing. Yeah. Yeah. Mouth kissing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. By 2003, 3,700 people 
that right? Yeah. 3,700 yeah. people had taken ESP classes and their participants were distinguished people. So it wasn't just like Joe Schmo. Number one, because you can't freaking afford it. Yeah, who could Joe afford Schmo. that? Yeah, these people were, of course, distinguished. They definitely have to be rich. <laughs> yep. And they went after those people, kind of like Scientology does. So it included businesswoman Sheila Johnson, former Surgeon General Antonia Novella, Enron exec Stephen Cooper, Anna Christian Fox, daughter of former Mexican president, uh, Vincidi Fox, entrepreneur Richard Branson, who later denied what? It, not Vincidi is not the former Mexican president's name. I don't know how to say it but it's Vincenti or something like that. What did I say? <laughs> Vincidi? I don't know why I do this. <laughs> don't I know? don't know how to say it either. Whatever his name is, he was the Mexican president former. Starts yes. with a V. Fox is not very Mexican. I don't believe. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know either. Okay, Richard Branson, who later denied taking the courses... <laughs> As you would do. <laughs> I would too. I don't know nothing. That wasn't me. <laughs> uh, businessman Edgar Bronfman Sr. and actresses Linda Evans, Grace Park, and Nikki Klein. In the 2000s, Seagram Harris's Claire and Sarah Bronfman, daughters of Edgar, who, oh, that was Richard, um, became attached to Nexium. So they were like deep into it. They loved it which is a cash cow for Ranieri because they have lots of money yeah Seagram heiresses yeah I would imagine uh in the early 2000s Nexium's training was a trade secret and subject to non-disclosure agreements they reportedly used techniques the organization called rational inquiry to facilitate personal and professional development in 2004, Nexium sued the Ross Institute and Nexium Corp versus Ross Institute, claiming copyright infringement for publishing excerpts of content from its manual in three critical articles commissioned by cult investigator Rick Allen Ross that were posted on his website. Ross posted a psychiatrist assessment of Nexium's secret manual on his website and called Nexium expensive brainwashing. He's right. Sounds um, like it. Ross received the manual from former member Stephanie Franco, co-defendant in the trial, who had signed a non-disclosure agreement not to divulge information from the manual to others. Nexium filed suits in New York and New Jersey, but both were dismissed. On appeal, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit affirmed the dismissal, ruling that the defendant's critical analysis of material obtained in bad faith was fair use, since the secondary use was transformative criticism it was not a potential replacement for the original on the market so basically they were just bad mouthing it they weren't trying to steal it to use it for another cult um they were just saying that it was shysty mm-hmm. which it yeah. totally is shyster the show october 2003 forbes published a critical article on nexium and ranieri According to Vanity Fair, Nexium leadership, who had spoken to Forbes, had expected a positive story. <laughs> they were upset by remarks made by Bronfman, who told Forbes he believed Nexium was a cult and that he was troubled by his daughter's emotional and financial investment in it. So, hmm. In, 
Yeah. And it seems like they are pretty deep into it to where they won't even listen to their dad. Um, in 2006, Ranieri founded Rainbow Cultural Garden, which was an international chain of childcare organizations in which children were to be exposed to seven different languages. That's odd. I mean, why? I mean, cool. That's a lot. But. Well, I know like for child development, learning languages as a child is when when you should learn the languages because as you become an adult your brain works differently it's harder for adults to learn languages than it is for children to learn languages just a little bit of my former life showing up there <laughs> like yeah. tidbits I remember but seven different languages sounds like a lot yeah and I mean <laughs> for that I, purpose <laughs> I don't really understand why <laughs> this was Put together but okay he yeah. did it kind of scary That's though that he mouth kisses everybody and he's doing this children yeah. <laughs> yeah in 2006 also forbes published an article about the bronfman sisters stating that they had taken out a line of credit to loan nexium two million dollars and it was repayable through personal training sessions and phone consultations with salesmen so they wouldn't even be getting back the money it was just all through Training. Like, here's a million dollars. You will teach me to make up for this, basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, another Forbes article in 2010 discussed failures of commodities and real estate deals by the Bronfmans made on Ranieri's advice. So, not only is he taking his two, their two million dollars, he's giving them bad advice and their stuff's just failing. That's good. Also in 2006, Kristen Krog, who was in Eurotrip and Smallville, became involved with Nexium. Salzman and her daughter Lauren, a junior Nexium leader, went to recruit Quark's Smallville star Allison Mack. Lauren bonded with Mack, and the two became involved in Ranieri's inner circle and his sexual partners. Krug left Nexium in 2013. Mac became crucial in converting members to her faith in Nexium and even persuaded her parents to take courses. And after wrapping production on Smallville in 2011, she moved to Clifton Park, New York to be closer to Nexium's home base in Albany. She was constantly trying to recruit. She would tweet famous women like Emma Watson, inviting them to learn more about her techniques of female empowerment. Yeah, she was heavy. She was heavy into this game and mm-hmm. um, tried to recruit anybody to join her. Um, in 2008, the Bronfman sisters pressured Stephen Herbitz, a confidant of their father, to ask Albany County District Attorney David Soares, New York Governor Elliot Spitzer, and New Jersey Attorney General Ann Milgram to begin criminal investigations into Nexium's critics. So not Nexium. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nexium kept dossiers on Soros, Spitzer, Roger Stone, who is a political consultant, U.S. Senator Chuck Schumer, and Albany Times Union publisher George Randolph Hearst III in a box in the basement of Nancy Salzman's home. So that's (laughs) top secret stuff. (laughs) Yeah, it's clearly on lockdown. According to Times Union, Nexium <laughs> developed 
a reputation for aggressively pursuing critics and defectors who broke from its ranks, including using litigation to punish critics of Ranieri, the organization, or its training methods. That is bizarre that they would spend like time and money on something like that. Very insecure in Axiom. (laughs) Well, and, and how much I would like to know, like how much money they had floating around because like if these, if the two sisters gave them 2 million, do they have other people that were just given a millions here and millions there? I mean, they could tie people up in litigation yeah for that yeah that's crazy in 2009 the world ethical foundations consortium was organized by Ranieri and the Bronfman Bronfman sisters and they sponsored a visit to Albany by the Dalai Lama the visit was initially canceled by the Dalai Lama after negative press surfaced about Nexium, but was rescheduled the Dalai Lama spoke at Albany's Palace Theater in May 2009 Poor Dalai Lama. Yeah, he got duped. He did. (laughs) Poor guy. He didn't know. (laughs) Um, In 2010, Times Union wrote an article when they received information (sighs) that Nexium coaches characterized students as prey for Ranieri's sexual or gambling-related proclivities. What? Gross. Gross. That is gross. Oh no. In 2014, Kristen Caffey, longtime partner of Ranieri and mother of his child, left the group and called Ranieri dangerous, saying all the worst things you know about Nexium is true. Yeah, so that's pretty much the only thing we've got in here about her. But I mean, if she's she knows everything, I'm sure. Yeah, she's probably pretty involved. Also in 2014, Ranieri founded Nexium affiliated news organization. <laughs> He made his own newspaper, mm-hmm. uh, The Knife of Aristotle, later known as The Knife and The Knife Media. The Knife Aristotle is described as a fake news website and cult. The organization hired journalists in an attempt to gain media support and solicit new members of Nexium, as well as fabricating staff members. Wow. He's just trying to control everything and it's going down in flames. Yeah. I'm surprised that it's going down so slowly, but (laughs) yeah, yeah, we're taking some big jumps here between the timeline. Yeah. June through October 2017, many unfavorable articles began to emerge about DOS, which stands for Dominus Obsquiosorium. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Okay. Dominus obsequious sorium <laughs> yeah that sounded so much better this first and second <laughs> i think you got but, <laughs> yeah, but we're tied I can, on i the can't last. do everything over here okay. allison <laughs> we're gonna call him dos because nope that's nope. hard um which was the secret sisterhood that started in 2015 from within nexium and we kind of mentioned them a little bit earlier in this group this is screwed up you ready for this yeah in this group female members were allegedly called slaves and branded with the initials of Ranieri and Mac they didn't know at the time when they were getting branded that Ranieri and Mac's initials were in there um did they think they were getting branded with it's if you scroll down in the notes or something yeah like yeah but it's in there 
Oh. So. That's not cool. No. They were subjected to corporal punishment from their masters and required to provide nude or damaging information about themselves as collateral. So whoever invited a girl into DOS was their master. Masters would help slaves count calories to save them from emotional eating, make them take cold showers, or wake them up at 4 a.m. and make them stand still for a length of time, which I don't understand what that does. Um, Slaves were told to do acts of care for their masters, like bringing them coffee. I'd spit in it. Uh, Slaves might be told to abstain from orgasms to heal their negative sexual patterns. <coughs> what? No. Who yeah. signs up for this? I would love to take a cold shower and never orgasm. I feel what? like they paid probably a pretty penny for this too. Per Nexium, DOS was about women coming together and pledging to another a full-time commitment to become our most powerful and embodied selves by pushing them to their greatest fears. That's bullshit. You want to see me homicidal? Sign me up for DOS. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's estimated. <laughs> it's estimated that over 150 women joined DOS. They called each other sisters, and Mac tried to say that they were like a little family, a little sick, twisted, gross family. What a mess. Law enforcement representatives didn't see it that way, like everybody else, <laughs> and felt that DOS members were forced into sexual slavery. DM. That's a lot. Yeah. Sarah Edmondson, who is a Canadian actress who had been an ESP participant since 2005, left Nexium after Mac inducted her into DOS the previous March at her Albany home. Edmondson alleged that participants were blindfolded, naked, held down by Mac and three other women, and branded by Nexium affiliated doctor Daniel Roberts using a cauterizing pen. She later lost her medical license. So just uh, let's let's just stop here. Yeah. A cauterizing okay. pen. So it's not like one swift go. It's like somebody burning every single line into your skin. Yes. It took a long time. And they talked about in a news article that I read about the smell. It was just a the burning smell. Flash? Yeah. 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 Not great. I feel so like I I'd want to be the first one because if I, I mean, I'm sure. Had to wait and yeah. listen to people scream before you. I would boot myself. I have the bubble guts. I get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to leave, please. Yeah. And you're naked. Ugh, it's a mess. Changed my mind. <laughs> oh. Bubble guts and you're naked and blindfolded. Oh. <laughs> a problem. It it's is my problem. nightmare. Yeah. I mean, that sounds awful. All of it, all of that sounds awful. Yeah. And so I just have a question. And since you watched all the documentaries, maybe, you know, so like the masters aren't men, they're like women. Mm -hmm. So it's like women bringing other women in here and they're like their masters and they like calorie count for the other person. And like, yeah, that's so twisted <laughs> and messed up um Edmondson appeared on an A&E program about cults and provided additional information about collateral you could collateralize small amounts of money that one would forfeit 
if you didn't go to the gym one day or whatever the case may be. After Edmondson went public about her experience, hundreds of members left Nexium. So I think that like you had said, yeah, it's not a man over a woman, it's women over women. And I think that they go into it feeling like, oh, I'm safe because it's uh, another you know, woman yeah. like we're gonna take care of each other and yeah. like, be better at the end of this yep but that is not the case I think that Mac let it go to her head and she was power hungry and just turned into a really awful human being unfortunately that sounds like it that's too bad I mean that sounds terrible every single aspect of that except for maybe somebody bringing me coffee <laughs> if you're the master yeah but just think of like what they had to do to get there. I mean, you have to find some poor sap that you don't give a shit about to bring in so you can wake them up at 4 a.m. and make them take cold showers and yeah. not masturbate. Like, I don't, this doesn't sound appealing to me, but I'm sure that the outside looked a lot nicer. And, and you probably felt a sort of notoriety of getting chosen to do this to be a part of that yeah, yeah it's like yeah. there's not a ton of people doing right. it I don't know I mean when you're like in the full throes of thinking this is like the right thing to do sure but yeah. can you imagine like coming out the other end of that and being like oh my gosh I brought like somebody I love into this and like messed them up because I was messed up like and, and uh, branding somebody is so much <sighs> more terrible than like a tattoo because you could cover up a tattoo, you could get it removed. That is scarred it's into burn your skin. Like you yeah, are you have to scar over that. Yeah, for that to go away. So that's in and, and how, like, it's one thing to brand a symbol of something, but they were so like power into hungry. Themselves. They wanted their initials in there. Like, I don't know. It just seems like a nightmare that those poor girls that were branded aren't ever going to be able to get away from Mm -hmm. I just can't imagine thinking I'm important enough to put my initials on someone else's body like that yeah especially I mean even like an added layer there like in secret like them not knowing what they're getting branded like yep that's crazy so 2017, Lama Tenzin Dondon, the self-styled personal emissary for peace for the Dalai Lama, who had arranged the appearance, was suspended from his position amid corruption charges. Ooh. Hmm. Investigators revealed a personal relationship between Dondon and Sarah Bronfman, which began in 2009. Personal meaning they were banging. That's what I think happened. Mm. That's how you get the Dalai Lama. Mm-hmm. Okay. December 15th, uh, 2017, ABC News Magazine 2020 aired an expose, including interviews from many former members of Nexium, including Edmondson and Catherine Oxenberg, who alleged her daughter, India Oxenberg, was in danger due to the group. Several former members reported financial and sexual predation of Nexium leaders. Edmondson further appeared in Escaping Nexium during the first season of the CBC podcast Uncover. And I haven't listened to that, but yeah. I might. March 2018, Ranieri was arrested and indicted on charges related to DOS, including sex trafficking, sex trafficking conspiracy, and conspiracy to commit forced labor. 
He was arrested in Mexico and held in custody in New York after appearing in federal court in Fort Worth, Texas. The indictment alleged that at least one woman was coerced into sex with Ramiri, who forced DOS members to undergo branding ritual allegations by Edmondson and others. U.S. Attorney Richard Donahue stated that Ranieri created a secret society of women whom he had sex with and branded with his initials, coercing them with the threat of releasing their highly personal information and taking their assets. Yeah. Sucks to suck, (laughs) Ranieri. April 20th, 2018, Mack was arrested and indicted on similar charges of Ranieri's, according to prosecutors, after she recruited women into first Nexium, then DOS. Mac coerced them into engaging in sexual activity with Ranieri and performing menial tasks, which Ranieri allegedly paid her for. Mac was alleged to be Nexium's second in command after Ranieri. On April 24th, Mac was released on a $5 million bond pending trial and held under house arrest with her parents in California. May 4th, Ranieri pleaded not guilty. Salzman's home was raided shortly after Ranieri's arrest, and prosecutors stated during his arraignment that further arrests and a superseding indictment for Ranieri and Mack should be expected. In late May, authorities moved to seize two Nexium-owned properties near Albany. So everything's falling apart quick. Yep. In April 2018, the New York Post reported that Nexium had moved to Brooklyn, New York, and was being led by Claire Bronfman. What an idiot. Right. If people are going to jail, you bail. Yeah. Bail. That's the time to go. You don't start it up. No. I'll just move to a different city in New York and it'll be fine. No. On June 12, 2018, Times Union reported that Nexium has suspended operations due to extraordinary circumstances facing the company. Uh, Yeah. Everybody's in jail. Yeah. Bronfman was arrested on July 24th and charged with racketeering. She was really what is racketeering? Because so if I get charged for anything in my life, I hope it's racketeering because it sounds so cool. It's <laughs> the act of acquiring a business through illegal activity. Huh. I don't know how I'm gonna do that. So a lot but... of like <laughs> it's basically organized crime. So like gangsters. Okay, well, that's why it sounds cool then, because that's where you hear it. <laughs> and it even is spelled really cool. It is. I'm Rocketeering. It. <laughs> I'm into it. Me too. She was released to house arrest after signing a $100 million bail bond. What? Also arrested and charged with the same crime was Nexium's president, Nancy Salzman, her daughter, Lauren Salzman, and another Nexium employee, Kathy Russell, who was the bookkeeper. Bummer, Kathy Russell. I bet you don't have the cheddar they have. Yeah, hers, her bill is <laughs> probably not 100 million. Yeah. <laughs> March 23rd, 2019. So like a year later. Yep. Nancy Salzman pleaded guilty to a charge of racketeering criminal conspiracy. I like it. <laughs> Lauren Salzman also pleaded guilty to racketeering and racketeering conspiracy. April 8th, 2019, Mac pleaded guilty to racketeering. On April 19th, 2019, Bronfman pleaded guilty to charges of harboring an alien and identity fraud. What? I don't know. <laughs> I, saw, I saw that too. And I don't Where know if maybe, from? maybe she kept Ranier, like let Ranieri live with her whenever he was going to Mexico. I don't, that's the only thing I can think of. That's weird. 
bookkeeper Kathy Russell pleaded guilty to visa fraud. Bummer. So. Mm. Ranieri's federal trial began on May 7, 2019. By June 19 of 2019, he was convicted of racketeering and sex crimes. So this is going to be the person, what they were found guilty of, and how long they have to be in prison. Okay, so Keith Ranieri found guilty of racketeering, racketeering conspiracy, sex trafficking, attempted sex trafficking, sex trafficking conspiracy, forced labor conspiracy, and wire fraud conspiracy. 120 years in prison. Bye. He gone. He not coming back. Nope, he gone. (laughs) Allison Mack pleaded guilty to racketeering and racketeering conspiracy. She was charged with three years in prison. Claire Bronfman pleaded guilty to conspiring to conceal and harbor an undocumented immigrant for financial gain. I don't know who that was. And fraudulent use of identification. She was sentenced to 81 months in prison. What's that? 81 months. Why do they do this? Oh my gosh. I like, don't know. It's like a newborn baby. It's like a baby. <laughs> Six, 6.75 years. Okay. Um, Lauren Salzman pleaded guilty to racketeering and racketeering conspiracy. She only got five years of probation. That was um, Nancy Salzman's daughter. So that's good, at least. Um, Nancy herself pleaded guilty to racketeering. She got 42 months in prison, which is 3.5 years. And then poor Kathy Russell, just the bookkeeper, pleaded guilty to visa fraud. I know she knew but what she was doing she probably she was just trying to be a good little bookkeeper uh she only got two years of probation so that's probably good for her yeah that's not too bad she'd be fine yeah in January 2020 a federal lawsuit was filed in New York accusing Ranieri and 14 associates of conducting illegal psychological experiments on members of the company and abusing them physically emotionally and financially Beginning in July 2020, at least six Nexium loyalists were organizing dance protests outside the detention center, which housed Ranieri. <laughs> dance. You heard that right, friends. Dance protests. Probably Operating- synchronized. <laughs> I hope so. You know, it's good. There's no point if it's not synchronized. That's true. Uh, operating under the name We Are As You, dancers included actor Nikki Klein and branding doctor Danielle Roberts. Who hasn't learned Ugh. her lesson, even though yeah, she lost she- her license. She's going to go yeah, dance it out. I guess. Good for her. While incarcerated, Ranieri has maintained his leadership role over Dexium, regularly communicating with his followers by phone. Ranieri instructed his followers to solicit the assistance of Alan Dershowitz, who was the attorney who successfully negotiated a non-prosecution agreement for the late Jeffrey Epstein. Didn't work out too well for him. That did not work out for him. Yeah. Mm -mm. Ranieri gave false, um, false names of people he was allegedly calling to prison officials so that they couldn't trace who he was calling and the call recipients used burner phones in an attempt to avoid detection in one instance Ranieri instructed a follower to get scrutiny on the judge in his case explaining that the judge needs to know he's being watched that sounds like a dumb. bad idea dumb <laughs> dumb do dumb. that <laughs> oh, these people so obviously 120 years in prison like you still haven't learned apparently not what a nutto wow I didn't 
I, so I Googled this guy because I wanted to see what he looked like because I don't understand. He's not the ugliest thing in the world, but he's not like. He's not hot. No, he's not. He's not attractive. I feel like cult leaders should be attractive. (laughs) And I, they never are. (laughs) Like, I'm like, what has this person got going on? That makes all these people stupid. Well, I think, I think really what happens is all you have to do is get one or two women infatuated with you. And then other women will be like, what's he got that's so special? I want to be with him too. And then it just like snowballs into this shit show of next year. <sighs> of ridiculousness. And, yeah. and I mean, really though, this is, I get why it worked so well because they went after Hollywood who is all about personal development and health and wellness and fitness and all that stuff. And they just put packaged it up in this little box and was like, here you go, give me all your money and I'll give you all the secrets. Yeah. And it's kind of some very similar to Scientology. Only Scientology has, I'm sure they do, but it's less about sex. You know what I mean? Like Nexium is very sexual. Well, and there's not that many people involved in this because they make it so expensive. I actually texted while we were doing this, one of my friends, because, and I texted her, what's that cult thing you did in Michigan? (laughs) Because, and she'll get mad that I called it a cult thing, I think, but it was totally like a cult thing and it's still around and I can't remember what it's called. That's why I was going to like share what it was called, but it's like a self-help like development thing. And like my friend went to it and it really like, I will say that it did open up her worldview because she hadn't been exposed to a lot of different kinds of people Yeah, and like went to this thing for, I don't know, I think it was like a weekend and then, and then she went back like two more times for different courses and it was expensive and it was only in Detroit. Like there wasn't one in, in Ohio in the area. There's some in like Chicago and New York and like, you know, bigger cities. And, uh, I mean, like I said, it did open up her worldview, but I remember her telling me like, they would like call her, like they would call her to come back up and take these extra courses. And they would call her to like do other things and like bring people. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, huh, that sounds yeah (laughs) shady. Like, I don't like that. Like if what you have is so good, you don't need to like multi-level market this. Like you just word of mouth or whatever should be good enough. And I remember like, she was like avoiding phone calls and stuff. And I'm like, that is so weird. Like, cause you would have to like sign up for all this extra stuff, like not have to, but they would like push you to do it. And I'm like, this is so bizarre, but Yeah. It's not, I mean, it's not a cult because it's not like more than that. I mean, it could be, I don't know, actually. I have no idea. Oh, I remember what it's called. It's called Landmark. <laughs> Landmark? Yeah, it just came to me. <laughs> okay. We're going to need to do some investigative. I don't think it's anything like, I don't think there's anything like super shady to find other than like what I just said. Like they would like call and like follow up to a degree that I was like, this is kind of bizarre. Like, I don't know. It was weird. Trying to get me to go. I was actually interested in going like to the courses, but like, can I go anonymously? <laughs> like, I don't want anybody calling me later. 
Uh, but I didn't because I have children and can't go to Michigan for a weekend for something like that. If I go anywhere for a weekend, it's going to be like more fun than that. <laughs> but, this looks like a website that Nexium would put together. <laughs> <laughs> no, it turns out it is. It seems like it's more like they have corporate offerings mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's, I think it's more like actually self-help like, focused and not just get all your money mm-hmm. and like bring you into like a sex cult, uh, like Nexium does. I think it's really honestly like a self-development situation. Yeah. Looks like it's like for, um, also for management and things like that. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. Yeah. I don't know though. That's probably how these things start. <laughs> Maybe uh, that's been around for forever, but yeah, I just thought that that like it was ringing some bells when we were at the beginning talking about like self help stuff. I was like, ooh, that's how they get you because everybody's into that. Like, if if I can be better, I'd love to be better. And yeah, tell me all about it, Gwyneth right, Paltrow. Right, <laughs> like- but, and and that's why it's so dangerous because especially with this instead of like a religion or something like that where people are looking to believe in something higher than themselves this is just you want to be your best self mm-hmm. and i don't know i i could see it's, where it's yeah. lucrative um but mm-hmm. but you also have to stop and see when things aren't right they're probably when they don't feel right they're probably not right yeah. <laughs> and by yeah. that time, you're probably too far in, especially if you have to give a bunch of secrets or something like that. I would just be like, whoever my secret's about and be like, look, I just want you to know this is coming <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any secrets like that because I, I tell either. everybody my life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I one of my flaws probably, but like, Oh, I couldn't even think of what they would ever have on me. And like, oh, naked photos, go ahead. Right. Enjoy. <laughs> Whatever. Enjoy the show. Right? Like, Everybody. I don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I got to get out of this. So, yeah. Yay for y'all. Yep. <laughs> I don't so, know. So, I highly recommend. Um, there's HBO released a documentary called The Vow. And stars released one called Seduced Inside the Nexium Cult. Uh, they are both really good documentaries. And then um, their docuseries, I think there's like five episodes of each one or something like that. Um, Do they like go more into the DOS stuff? Because that's yeah. what I want to see more about. Like, what yeah, is that? like that Edmonds, Edmondson um, mm-hmm. one. I think it's the India Oxenberg that's Catherine Oxenberg's daughter. She was, Catherine was on dynasty, which was big back in the day, like a soap opera. Um, her daughter was in DOS and I think it's the seduced one that tells more of her story. And then the other one tells more of Edmondson, but they both are in, I think both of them. them. Um, so it's very, it's very good. And then Amy investigates cults and extreme belief. Anytime I see cults, I always, want to know yeah and and (laughs) figure it out so i i used all three of those because i watched them um newyorktimes.com and wiki.com as always um but yeah it's it's crazy how deep it goes and how influential some of these folks were like the attorney general like that's Mm -hmm. nuts that they bought into it so i don't I don't really think it's people that don't have a strong 
mind or are empowered. I, I don't really know what the, what causes people to want to grab onto stuff like this and you find the right peg on somebody. I mean, in that self-help realm, like, oh, your childhood trauma, like you find the right peg on someone, make them think you actually helped them and they want to help other people. I mean, it's, I see how it goes, but it's, yeah, you're right. They're not like feeble-minded folk (laughs) that are being taken advantage of. These are established, you know, yeah. And interesting. it's it's sad to see that there are wolves everywhere so you always have to be on guard with who's in your circle because even people in your small circle if they have the wrong agenda it might not be the best for you so it's it's just very scary how people are yeah crazy I'm excited (sighs) to watch the documentaries yeah they're really really good yep all right well do you have anything else to add? so okay well we hope you enjoyed episode 84 on nexium uh we'd love to hear your thoughts if you watch the documentary what are your takeaways from it um and we will see you next time yeah get on our discord we'll talk about it yeah episodes channel but nobody has posted in (laughs) yeah we haven't been great at it either but it's hard to talk to yourself so we could talk to each other in there i guess we could All right. Well, we hope you all have a good week and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.